Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Bring Your Own, a catch-all bookish most of the time podcast. I'm Brandy. I'm Kendra. I'm Kayla. And today is our season one finale. So, so excited to talk about our book talk phase because we were like, why not just wrap it up with what started it all? You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. Um, So we're going to talk book talk phase. But before we do that, what are you guys reading? What are you guys drinking? I'll go first. I'm drinking. This is actually a shocker. Water. Crazy. (gasps) I know. I've You're been glowing. Really I can tell. Oh, thank you. In this very dimly lighted, <laughs> dimly lit uh, apartment of mine. Yeah, I've been really dehydrated. Um, we are fresh off a of vacation together. Ooh. And I feel like the whole time I was on vacation, it was, well, no, I drink water, but it was mainly alcohol. Um, and I feel like I'm trying to like right my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling really tired. But I mean, literally the minute we get off of this podcast, I'm just going to pour myself a glass of wine and continue reading um once more with filling by elisa sussman which i just started like a day or two ago it's her newest release she wrote funny you should ask last year which i really enjoyed i wasn't reading I books last year. i was trying to figure out what my initial thoughts were i want to say there were things that like i wanted more of in that book but i still like enjoyed it like had a great time mm-hmm. um but i think i'm gonna end up liking this one more when it's all said and done the banter in this is like really good um that's crazy really really good yeah and I mean, Alyssa Sussman writes books for millennial women, like middle millennial women, maybe upper. Kayla, why are you fist pumping? You, no, you are. We young. are millennial women. We but are. you guys are like you guys are young millennial women. She writes for like no? older oh. women. Okay. Because like she's writing about things that I personally feel like you guys oh. are like children. Like because she bases a lot of her books off of like big media events that like you guys were kids when that shit happened like i know she took inspiration from like britney spears and justin timberlake and like that whole mess to write this book um but i've i don't remember any of that when it happened so i'm just been picturing like <laughs> like the jonas brothers and like daniel lovato or like a, like a miley Cyrus or even like ariana grande because the girl has like very big uh broadway ambitions so yeah it's pretty it's pretty good it's like borderline second chance romance, not really. And there's a trope in it that I want to say. Well, I, I don't know if it's it's con- if it's confirmed. That's the thing because I'm at the part of the book where I don't know if it really happened. Do you know what it well, is? Because the thing you hate. Well, okay. Oh <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say I remember when the book description came out, and I remember I like sent it to you guys or something, and I I don't want to like. I guess I don't want to say just in case somebody wants to go into it blind, but I remember being really excited about it. And I don't remember, I think I remember what it is, but I like don't. Well, I feel like I can say it because it happens like, think, with, like you, you learn like, or like super early. It well, I think on one the of them is, I think one of them on the back is a reverse age gap. Is that right? Mm, then never mind. I am thinking of a totally different book, you but are. I don't remember. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Then I don't know. I really don't know. I don't no. remember anything about the book description. Can I like say oh. like the, like the print? Well, yeah, go yeah, ahead. So it follows this girl who used to be like a teen pop star and we know that her career imploded because uh, she cheated on her boyfriend with who was also in a band, like a pop band. Um, She cheated on him with another bandmate of his and flash forward like 10-ish years later, that bandmate who she 
cheated with, which again, like I haven't like it's told in past and present, so I ha- I'm not sure if that's what happened. We're just um, led to believe. Fast forward though, he is directing a Broadway musical that her best friend wrote and like wrote the part for her, and so now they have to work together. It's pretty, it's, yeah. Mm. Banter is it's good. Like there was a part that I read last night in my jaw, like, I was like, because it was hot. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, so Kayla loves herself a good cheating trope, as everyone knows. <laughs> she hates it. We'll see. Um, but again, like it, I think you'll like it though. It's good. Okay. Or you'll hate it. Okay. Who knows? Sorry, that Very was nice. so long. Mm-mm. I am currently not drinking anything. I don't know. My brain is just like I've talked about it on here before, but I'm a teacher, and as of the of the time of this recording, I have one week left of school. So my brain is just lit. I'm so excited, you guys, but my brain is just literally off. Like, I just can't think about anything, so I forgot to grab a little drinky drink. Um, But that's okay. Uh, I am currently reading, physically, The Fourth Wing. Or just Fourth Wing, not The Fourth Wing. Yeah! Yeah, I I, I always, I thought it was The Fourth Wing for the longest time, but... Yeah. Fourth Wing. So I'm finally, finally, the FOMO got to me, and also, like, I trust Kayla with my life. So I'm reading Fourth Wing right now, which I'm very excited about. And then audio, I am listening to Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. Uh, Libro FM does is like an influencer program that is, I just think it's my favorite influencer program that I'm a part of because I am such an audiobook girly. Um, so this one doesn't come out for a couple weeks, but they have it on their June influencer list. So I got to got to listen to that one. I'm enjoying it so far, actually. Our friend Sam, who is really really into Allie Hazelwood said this is her least favorite Allie Hazelwood but she still really liked it but I have a feeling that I think it might be my favorite just based off of vibes alone interesting. wow interesting it's her yeah, least I'm favorite interested in that one. Huh. it's her least favorite of the big three that she's done so far I don't know if Sam's counting novellas I think she's probably not mm-hmm. I mean but I've only read love hypothesis so I can't I can't talk <laughs> yeah I've yeah. Too. I haven't read I never read love on the brain but I will read this one I think Love on the Brain was not it for me. Like, I gave that book three stars. I was not vibing. Okay. But that's okay. But I am really excited about this one. And it's narrated by the same person who narrates Rose Calloway, who I love. I don't even remember her name. Therese Palmer, I think. Something like that. But anyways, yeah, that's what I'm reading. But also, like, I feel like I have to mention that since our last recording, I have read um, The Right Move by Liz yes. Hopford, which yes. I loved it so oh, much. Finally. Like, it just, Felt like gross and weird to not mention that I read and left that book on here, <laughs> even though it was a couple weeks ago. But yeah, so that's what I mean. Amazing. I'm, I'm so happy that you loved it. Me too. We're so happy. Um, okay. I guess all of our like drinks that we brought are super boring today because I also have water. So I had nothing exciting. No Coke Zero today, guys. No Coke Zero. Telling you, vacation beat it out of us. I know. Um, truly. Like, I think I was zombies. like, really, yeah, really dehydrated on vacation. I mean, again, I was drinking water, but, like, not nearly enough. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Trying to get back to normal. Um, I'm currently reading, okay, uh, on my Kindle, I'm reading Baby Moon or Bust. Ooh, by no way to hear what you think. Ava Hunter? I, Ava Is Hunter, thank you. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I'm only, I'm not far in at all. I just started it um, this morning. Um, only 20% in, but it's really funny so far. Um and it's fun. It's just fun right now. So it's about this uh, girl and guy who have a one night stand and then it time jumps to six months later. She's pregnant. Anyway, he finds out in a certain way and they end up going on this 
baby moon vacation together to Mexico. So that's currently what I'm reading. And then I'm also listening to The Winter King. I am almost done, Brandy. Almost (laughs) done. I only have two hours left. I'm at like the big third act. Uh, I don't want to say it's a conflict because it's not really a conflict. It's just like a big third third act, I guess. So um, I'm having fun with that one. It's very like silly, goofy, but why are you Because <laughs> I think you hate it. I don't hate it at all. It's just long. It's just taking me a while to get through. I haven't read an audiobook this long in ages. Well, we all know that you listen to like negative point two. <laughs> That's probably why it's taking me. <laughs> no, we were in the car on vacation with Kayla, like listening to this book. And the whole time I'm like, damn, like let's speed it up. <laughs> We had to compromise because I was like, I can't do 1.8, you guys. My pee, my pee brain can't handle it. Um, That's okay. Uh, I, this is one of those books no, where I I'm just like, it. Oh my I God. believe you. I believe you. Okay. But I'm just saying like, this is one of those books where like, if you did hate it, I'd still be okay. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Well, but no, I hope I you do like it just because it's like, it's, it is such a time commitment that I hope it's not a waste of your time when all is said and done. No, it's the perfect thing to listen to while I'm cleaning my bathroom. It's great. Oh. <laughs> that sounds really mean. No, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you, you mean. You were like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, that's what I'm currently reading. And also, I want to mention, since Brandy mentioned the right move, um, I want to mention that Brandy and I both finished reckless a couple days ago and oh my god you guys it's so good by the time this episode comes out you're just sitting here like i hate you so much um by the time this episode comes out the book will be out but i think it's our favorite in the chestnut spring series yeah it's my new Chester's favorite Elsie book so good so yeah. good kinder you'll love it i'm just sick and tired of seeing everyone and their mother post about this arc and i don't have access to it you because didn't when I- apply <laughs> I know I'm not an arc girly, but like I feel like more. Uh, it it's frustrating, guys. Okay, and especially because like when when I read Elsie Silver, like I was able to go to her right away, like because mm-hmm. two of the books were out. But now mm-hmm. I'm at the like waiting period, and I hate it. Just and like week. you can do we it. We weren't all that. We weren't all that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, we weren't enthused or that pleased powerless. with powerless. Yeah. So the fact mm-hmm. that y'all are like, oh my gosh, Reckless is like the best one. I'm like, shit, I need this book like now. now. The way it's going to be worth it though, because like you're going to get to listen to the audio and I think Joe Arden is going to do so good. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I, but I've been debating since I did the other two, like on my Kindle, I'm like, maybe I should just continue it. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I will do audio because it will just help me get through it. I can't wait for you to read it. I, Kayla yeah. and I did like a wrap up at the end and I'm the, no spoilers, but like we were like, she gave us this and this and this and this and this and this all in one book. Like it's genuinely like, damn, that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. I was talking to Jasmine, who is Stella Candlecoat earlier today. And she was like, it makes me feel gross that I like it more than heartless or whatever. She's in denial. She's like, I refuse to believe that this is better than heartless, but it is. It makes me feel also, sad too. Yeah. Speaking of Stella's. Stella's Candle Co. I want her Reckless Candle when it comes out. I saw Logan mm-hmm. got like an That's early one nice. and it had all this cute cowboy stuff. And I'm like, I just love me a good candle. I have the center mm-hmm. one by her, but I haven't burned it yet. Yeah. I haven't a, burned my it'll set one. my It'll set my apartment on fire because it's too hot. Um, 
but I'm gonna save it for the winter and it'll be great. Yeah, oh, I just want I want it to smell like his dick so yeah. bad. If it doesn't smell <laughs> I'm so sorry, that man is a musty. Yeah, if it doesn't smell like a little musty and like a little spermy. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I want. Never it to come smell to your like. apartment again. <laughs> the way you did the hand motion. <laughs> I just wanna put my face directly into the candle guys i would eat his ass that's like crazy because <laughs> he would be so into it this is taking such a left turn like he'd be so into it oh my god but he, oh, he yeah. what, what am i talking about he'll never look my way he's so up zinny's ass like you know he's too in love but like we should get to watch zenny do it in a book yeah so and then him do it to her yeah yeah, um, they're so hot. Ass eating, sixty ing Anyway, that's, that's what I'm the, reading. The hold on, the neck strength <laughs> to ass eat while sixty nine because you have to go like you gotta reach. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, that's what we're reading and drinking today. Um, I know that we kind of a little bit mentioned it, but do you guys want to talk about our trip at all? Oh yeah, sure. we along with our uh, friend Taz have been planning to go to Colorado for like, like nine months probably like, like yeah uh, I think we, we planned, planned in October yeah but we yeah, like had the idea October. since like oh, last yeah. summer mm-hmm. um, and then we planned in October Kayla our like little ultimate nature mommy like found <laughs> us this amazing Airbnb to stay out to stay at in right outside of Denver. It was gorgeous. It was like right next to this creek. It was oh, the best time. It was such a like nice cabin too. Like it was updated. It was big. Good Wi-Fi. Yeah, like it was fantastic. Yeah, it wasn't um, like we were like glamping. Yeah. Glamping. We kept joking that we were saying, or at least I kept joking that we were saying <laughs> at Jonah and Kala's house. Because yeah. that's what I imagine like at least parts of their house to look like. Um, yeah. Except they have like way more land and like a big ass lake yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. Mm. We wanted to live out like our small town. Yeah. Dreams. Debbie mm-hmm. Perry, Elsie Silver type of thing. We were initially thinking Montana yeah. for that reason, but Taz was coming from Toronto and there was just like no easy way to get it's to just, Montana. <laughs> it's very difficult to get to. Like it's just not as accessible as some other places. So we chose Colorado. And we stayed in a little town. It was cute. We like drove outside of Denver. It was like, it was so cute. And then we did like Garden of the Gods one day. We went to Rocky Mountain National Park one day. We just explored Denver. It was just like so sweet. And the thing that I took from this that was like so incredible is that we travel really well together, which I love. Like not every friend group travels well together, but we really, really did. Yeah. Yeah. Like that can, I would trust you guys to go to Miami because you know they say like, that Miami tests your friendship and like most people leave Miami no longer friends but we'd honestly leave Miami probably even closer because mm-hmm. we all like can get up early like we all vibe the same way it was just so much fun and I love you guys yeah. so much like I was I was thinking like damn like I would have never done that like you know like it was just mm-hmm. it was nice to like go on a trip with people because I live yeah. alone I do a lot of things by myself and so I was like oh I got to like experience like I got to experience something with people like that. It just, I was like, wow, I love being a woman. I love living life, breathing air. Life's so fun. Life's so fun. (laughs) And I, I, um, drove there and the, the 
other girls, the other three flew. And on my way home, because we, we drove like everywhere. We drove all over the place. Um, and uh, on my way home, I was like, oh my God, I am so bored. I was like, I didn't have <laughs> the girls in the car with me. I was like, this is so boring. I called Jared like three or four times throughout my driving experience. I was like, Jared, I'm so bored. Talk to me. What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. I was so bored. But, yeah, because yeah. we were like we were driving like a couple hours a at a time to like get to the places that we wanted yeah. to check out, and yeah, uh, it was so fun. Yeah, Kayla, did you tell Jared that I drove your car? Nope. Did you tell him I drove your car? <laughs> no, I don't think he'll care. I don't think he'll care in the long run. But no, I never told him. <laughs> Is he there? That's why you're like looking. No, no, he's <laughs> really like, yeah. yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> they did a good job. They did a good job. Yeah. Uh, Everyone yeah. in Colorado has a Subaru we discovered, just like Kayla. Um yeah. very nice bitches car. out there. Yeah. They really are. They really it was are. great. Um so we highly recommend like doing a trip with your bookish besties. Like And like yeah. while we're on this topic, like because I I've been posting about it our little trip nonstop just because I did have so much fun. And I've like a lot of people are saying things like I wish I had book friends. And while we're on this topic, I will say, like, if you want more book friends, genuinely just start DMing people. Like, that is just, like, where it where it starts every single time. And yeah. I just, like, I don't know. I just have never gotten a DM from a bookish person and been, like, ugh. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, always so happy to talk about stuff with people and, and to chat with them. And, I like, we have been talking about, like, we have become real-life friends. And, like, we have other friends, like our friend Selena, who we're all super close with. And... Logan who we had on a couple episodes ago it like literally yeah. all just is like born from DMing and like talking about your shared interests so uh highly recommend doing that too <laughs> yeah put the social and social media that's why like I used to always like admire Kayla because like she would just be in everyone's DMs and it worked for her because <laughs> now like I'm obsessed yeah. with her it's crazy same with Brandy like you guys just like snuck your way. You snuck your way into my DMs, and then you snuck your way into my heart. I was gonna say, oh my like, god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I know. Yeah. I know your social security number. I know Wait. when you use the bathroom. Oh, credit yeah. card numbers. Yeah, I know everything about you. Wait, yeah. what do you think I was gonna say? I don't know. I was like, wait, no. how do you know my social security number? That's a little scary, but it's okay. I trust you, you with it. You when you fell asleep in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, yesterday, Brandy, I sent Kayla this um, this TikTok because it's Pride Month. And yeah. this TikTok, he's everybody. like, what is his at name? It's like, I forget. But he made this funny one where Undos, something like that. Yeah. And he was like, to all my allies out there, I need you to take your credit card out of your wallet. Send I me mean, the digits on the front and the digits. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if it's an Amex, just send me the whole thing. <laughs> and then he was like, after you do that, um, as I'm spending your money, write a 10-page paper on what it means to be an ally. And I told and now's the time 15. to show up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You know it. Yeah. It's, it's due by How the How far are you, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, told, I did tell Jared I was like I showed him not TikTok and I was like Jared I'm really sorry but our budget's gonna be like blown up this month so cash as a show. Sorry. that's yeah. so funny uh when we're at Book Bonanza later this month well actually if I look at our calendar I'm pretty sure this episode comes out the Thursday before Book Bonanza so oh happy Book Bonanza Amazing. weekend everyone uh when we're at Book Bonanza for Pride Month Jared's gonna buy us dinner one night 
Okay. At Dallas's most exclusive. Expensive. Whoa! Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm not trying to go bankrupt. Okay. Okay, so Jared is homophobic. <sighs> That's crazy. Women. I can't That's win. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and I want him to buy you any book you want at Book Bonanza. Okay. Yeah. Actually, in, not any book, any books, plural. Mm-hmm. Correct. Any yeah. Books. Yeah. You too, Brandy. Yeah. Tell Daniel to get to work. We need good allies. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Amazing. Well, so, well, I feel like that's a good segue because we're talking about Book Talk Babes. Book Talk is something that brought us all together. Yeah. When did. We might have already talked about this in the first episode, but reiterate shortly how you discovered book talk. Like, what was the first viral book talk book you recall? That I recall seeing or like reading? Yeah, seeing both, if they're the same. I don't, I mean, I ended up on book talk like spring 2021. I think that's when a lot of people, I, I don't want to call it like the, like the first iteration of like book talk influencers but I feel like that's when it like started to ramp up um was like late 20 early 2021 um and the first one that I remember seeing was Colleen Hoover and that's initially who I started reading first Uh, the first book that I read was uh Heart Bones and It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover from from book talk so yeah yeah. Um, for me, because I discovered Book Talk on Pinterest, but it was same. It was like Colleen Hoover, um, and then also Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahern, which was like that summer of twenty twenty was huge, and that was like the first YA fantasy book I read, and I loved it. I don't care what the haters say. I thought that book was great, and yeah, I was like Colleen. How do you find Shelby it on Mahern. Pinterest? Like you were just scrolling um, on Pinterest and you saw it. Yeah, so Pinterest does. I don't know who uploads it to Pinterest, but if you go on Pinterest and like you're looking at bookish content, like you'll see people's book talk videos. I've like messaged people before and been like, Hey, I saw your video on Pinterest. Like some of my mutuals will end up there. Um, You know, what's so funny is I was looking up um, aesthetic pictures for a book journal page and I saw mm -hmm. Brady's video. uh, See? Brady's book journal videos. I don't remember what what it was for, but yeah, you were on Pinterest. Like (laughs) making a page? Yeah. It was like a screen grab of one of your videos. Yeah. I, again, yeah. I don't know who how the what over there. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm famous. What? That's crazy. Yeah, but it was. Um, I want to say are. like the first, the first book talker I saw on Pinterest specifically, not on TikTok, was Steph Brower, who I'm not mutuals with. She's really nice. Um, but yeah, at that time she was reading like a lot of like Colleen Hoover, probably like I think all all of Colleen is who I remember her talking about at that time. Yeah. Um, and then some other books that I actually ended up hating so much um, <laughs> so yeah yeah i talked about it before that like i got back into reading because of my next son um and then immediately after that i was like now what and yeah colleen hoover as well like it ends with us was the first like big book talk book that i read and then uh the song of achilles and the seven husbands of evelyn and hugo like back to back to back so like book talk book talk book talk um so those ones and then i found pauline very 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 early in my mm-hmm. book talk journey Same. back when she wasn't even showing face on her page like back when it yeah was, she, she would just, just do like mm-hmm, she would do her hand she would hold the books mm-hmm. and then like Colleen who yeah. is the books I've loved by the way yes yeah who I would argue is like probably at least in my realm the biggest mm-hmm. book talker that I'm 
like mutuals friends with. Yeah, yeah, she has a crazy, crazy, well deserved following. Um, she's just yes. also like the nicest person. So like, I love her so much. She's like, so sweet. She's so nice. She helped me get, um, I know she helped you get the Kiss Quotient books. She helped me get the Bookish Box Fourth Wing Special Edition, too. So oh, yay! Amazing. She's, She's our special like, edition always... securing queen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She has She's so just, many like, always aware when things are going on sale and, like, sets alarms. Yeah. I wanted the Kiss Quotient so bad. And I literally just posted in my stories. I was like, I'm so stressed that I won't be able to get this. I'm going to be teaching while it goes on sale. And she's like, girl, I got you. Like, she's just so nice yeah. yeah so i saw her videos really 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 early on when i was just a lurker and yeah so that's how i got a lot of i got a lot of wrecks from pauline at the beginning of my reading journey like all your perfects by colleen hoover was a favorite of hers um yeah for I, the first book talkers before i started making content myself that i followed were pauline um kimmy from at kimmy's books and then jvn jvn yeah, and the book that I'll be talking about today, I actually, like, saw his video talking about it. And at that point, like, I already, like, the way Javian speaks about books, like, he's only gonna speak about, like, he cannot lie. Like, he can't ever lie. Um, <laughs> so if he says he likes something, you know he genuinely you know. likes something. And I just, like, trusted him through the screen. And then when we eventually became mutuals, I freaked out because I was like, oh, my God, he followed me. And now we talk, like, every day. It's crazy. That's so sweet. Yeah, mine were Kimmy, Gracie, Kendra, and Lomi were my first group. Yeah, same pretty much. Wow. And now we're just like friends. So I know cool. I'm. I've literally have become friends with like. That's one thing I love about Book Talk so much. But it's so crazy because it, it only happened on Book Talk for a few people, and then like the rest were through Instagram, like Bookstagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now I'm like friends with like all the people I used to just like watch from sidelines which is crazy yeah. oh my god yeah so say what you want about book talk books but they bring people together and you can't say they don't yeah, yeah. i'm like the the stigma around book talk is like so interesting to me because like yeah yeah people who have been in crazy. book communities for a really long time say that this happens every time that there's a new internet community of books like because when like book Twitter became a thing, like book bloggers had a lot of shit to say about book Twitter and then bookstagram and then booktube and whatever. Like, I guess like, cause I follow, Oh, she's, I forgot her name, but her at is the cool table. And I think she's just so cool mm-hmm. and funny. And she's like in her forties and has like grown ass kids and shit. And she's so cool and funny. And she's just been around for a long time. She talks about how she's been in these book communities forever um, and she says it happens every single time. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's probably what's just happening right now. Like, I can't speak to it because I book talk. Well, Bookstagram is where I, I joined the book community. But, like, I I wasn't in them before this, you know. Same. Book talk was, yeah. like, my first venture. I watched, like, the occasional booktube video. Like, when I would, like, yeah. really love a book and I just, like, wanted to see more people talk about it. Like, that's when I would do it. But, yeah, it never – not until book talk. Yeah, same. I remember being, like – sort of kind of on booktube like just like obviously not me making content but like during the hunger games divergent days i would go on booktube and like search videos and things like that but nothing like i wasn't like subscribed and watching like all the time really yeah i think that's another reason why book talk works so well or just like tiktok in general because it's all short form content like i personally like in my comments i've had like throughout my time on book talk people being like 
make a book tube and i'm like y'all don't want to hear me talk for more than like three no. minutes <laughs> i did a i did a 10 minute video reviewing happy place like and i th- that was just too much and i can never do that long term three minutes is like my max um straight to the point it's perfect mm-hmm. and then if you want to make more videos about it you can which is nice yeah go to part two <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah so I, I like some of my favorite books are considered book talk books and it's so yeah. interesting like you said there is a stigma around them where like ugh, I saw this video the other day where a guy was going around asking people like what's your favorite book ever and people were like oh like probably Bee Tree by Emily Henry or I really love Verity by Colleen Hoover and the comments were just like these people have never read another fucking book in their life and it's just like you're so fucking annoying like go outside yeah breathe some fresh air touch some grass because why are we upset that people are reading <laughs> as long okay, as it's that's harmful that's my thing with colleen hoover like i will never say I've, I've i have enjoyed every single book of hers that i have read have i read everything no but what i have read i've enjoyed are they the greatest books ever no and i feel like i went in knowing that but like i get what i need from them but with her specifically a she blew up on book talk when she already had an extensive backlist i think that's why her success has mm-hmm. been like multiplied because yeah like you read one book and then you could go read like 25 other books of hers and they just kept going and going and then also i think people were just like they saw how simplistic her writing is and how many people who typically weren't readers were reading her books and they thought well usually when you're a new york times best-selling author you're writing like you know the next great american novel like that's the cliche and like that's not her work she's never claimed that to be so, like, it's been interesting on Book Talk to see, like, her rise and fall of people being like, oh, my gosh, like, everyone go read her, like, these stories, like, they're very entertaining. And then everyone started reading her. And then it was, fuck Colleen Hoover. Fuck anyone who reads Colleen Hoover. You guys have no taste. And I'm like, okay, if you genuinely don't like her, that's fine. But, like, some people are just so, like, oh. I it. also think that there is just, like, that happens in all media, too. It's, like everybody wants to like something because they enjoy it and then once it becomes popular you're like oh me never i would never so yeah. it is really interesting i mean i catch myself doing that sometimes too um but but you don't publicly get on the internet and like shame people yeah. that's the part that gets me i think it's so wild that people like take time out of their day to read a book that they know they probably won't like and then like, I have too many books on my TBR that I think I'll love to read a book that I think I'll hate. Like, yeah. what are you doing? That's so yeah. sad to me. And I feel like that happens with book talk books all the time where, like, since the stigma around book talk books is that they're not really good, is that so many... I have found the trend is that people who have usually been in bookish spaces the longest and are now joining book talk, they are the ones who shit on these books the most or they, you know, mm-hmm. they get mad that readers are discovering books for like the first time. I'll never forget. I saw a book talk video once of a person saying that book talk Christopher Columbus's a lot of books. And I'm like, sorry, I was 12. Yeah. I was like, sorry, I was 12 when this smutty book came out that I shouldn't have been reading. And now I'm 25 and I can finally read read it and enjoy it. Like, like, sorry. Um, yeah, and they're usually the ones who are like, I'm going to read this book talk book and I'm going to hate it. If I see a book talk video and I'll get the general consensus around it, I can easily decide if that book is worth my time. Yeah. And if I know it's not going to be worth my time, why would I read it? 
I have never gone into a book that I've gotten off a of book talk wanting to hate it. That's yeah. never been the vibe. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah. I mean, looking back, like I own I own nine Colleen Hoover books and I've read all nine of them. I'm not, I don't think I've enjoyed every single one. I think I've enjoyed most, most of them, but like, and if I were to go back and re- and reread them now, would I enjoy them as much as I did? Probably not, but that's okay. Like it doesn't really matter because yeah. at the time that's what worked for me. And that's what helped me get back into reading now. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. why does it, why does it matter? It's like it- exercising almost like it, it, because it's like exercising your brain, right? Like reading is like a hobby that exercises your brain. And if you're thinking about it like physical exercise, you can't go run a marathon after not running for years. Like, of course, like palate cleansing, like introductory, like simplistic books. Not that I'm saying like everything that she has written is simplistic, but like the general consensus around book talk books, right? Is that they're like easy to read and whatever, lack mm-hmm. depth. And I think that's really, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Overgeneralizing. But even if that's true for some books, like if that's what people need to get excited about reading again, shouldn't we be excited about that? Like as a book community, shouldn't we be happy that people are enjoying the hobby that we love? Like what? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, we say all this and then like, I know like once the New York Times bestseller list comes out for a paperback, I'll be like, I'll be like oh my God. Oh, Colleen like, again. Like, Colleen <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. But like, I can't, um, I can't get mad at it. I mean, like good for her. She's like. That's what I'm but saying. But this is I'm the thing is now. like, we can keep it in our group chat and we can talk to our friends and people we know yeah. about it without yeah. like, yeah. And now, yeah. I mean, obviously now we're talking about it on the podcast, but like I, I, anyone, I don't know. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. I love talking about this stuff because like, obviously it's a community that like we're very much a part of, but I never have ever wanted to make anyone feel shitty or anything for what they choose to read and what they choose to share on the internet. There's so many videos I see of people saying things that I just don't disagree with. And you know what I do? I keep scrolling. It's crazy how that works. It's crazy. Truly, truly insane. Kendra. I know. And I genuinely I keep... think that's like, I think that fosters longevity in these communities too. Like yeah. how do you, how do you keep making content and engaging in content and doing this if you're just like mad all the time at yeah. everybody else in the community, like I just don't have the mental space for it. Yeah. And no. like, you know, a big criticism of book talk is that like, you know, they only show the same five books all the time. And the people who are actually like in book talk spaces and like making videos and like growing their community, we all know that that's false. Like you have to like diversify your page. Your for it's literally called for you page. If you're seeing the same five books, babe, Go to your search bar, <laughs> type in another keyword, like it will yeah. work. And then you'll find people who constantly um, are talking about different books and evolving their taste. And it's great. Like I love like all the people I follow um, and get Me recommendations too. from. And and I yeah. think when you find somebody who aligns with your taste really well, Look at who they're stitching. Look at who they're interacting with. Look at who they're reposting because they probably also have recs that are similar in in taste or whatever. It's all exactly like you said. It's all about just like building it for yourself. Crazy. It's called that. Crazy. Yeah. So insane. While we're on the topic of like book talk discourse or whatever. I mean, this isn't really about discourse, but what about the the phrase that like this book is overrated or isn't worth the hype like 
because I see that all the time, especially about book talk books. But like, what are your thoughts on that? It's, I feel like I only ever see that when it comes, I mean, because I definitely have used it in videos where I'm like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know, I need to go back. I, the first thought I had was the, the love hypothesis, because that was one of the, like, times I remember clearly where that book was getting so much hype, and I was like, is it worth it? And I made a video, and I was like, I'm going to find out, like, and I thought, you know, it was pretty good, and I got why people loved it a lot. But it's mainly used in a negative connotation, and I think that's the thing where I'm like, huh. Yeah, Depends, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the the phrase overrated. I don't know that I necessarily believe like believe in that term, um, or like I agree with that term. I guess like um, like the book that I brought today that I'm going to talk about later. It's a very new book talk book, but like every single book that gets uh super super popular is going to get labeled overrated like no matter what like the love hypothesis did like you know hoover books are like every single book is going to get that label if it blows up on tiktok and yeah i just I, i sometimes i just don't agree with i think people can obviously dislike the book that's fine you can have your own opinion but i don't necessarily think that because you just like it it makes it overrated automatically yeah they'll be like book talk lied to me and i'm like babes yeah. i need to stop saying babes i don't know why it's like my word first today she's getting ready oh, i know <laughs> um they didn't lie to you and i think it takes a minute for everyone to figure out like that like no one lied to you because it's such a like buzz phrase on that app like oh y'all lied y'all lied and it's like no like they just shared their opinion and like you didn't agree with it like Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying. There have been, okay, I will say this about the whole book talk live thing. I, when Terms and Conditions came out, obviously I was like very protective of that book because I like love it so much and like, I don't know, like I loved it and I, it was one of my most anticipated reads. And the discourse around Terms and Conditions was so crazy. Um, to the point to where a person made a video and they were like, well, I just couldn't tell that like Iris was like black. And this was like a black person who said this. So like, I couldn't tell that Iris is black. I remember this. Blah, blah, blah. When I tell you, I ran to that fucking comment section so fucking fast. And I was like, what do you mean? And usually I like stay out of stuff unless it like just, it's too far. But I was in that comment section. I was like, oh, did you miss the part where she said this? She said that? Like, did you want her fucking picking cotton? Like, what did you want her to do uh-huh. to like... It's like, and that was because their whole thing was like, you're lying, you're lying. No, we're not. Like, I'm sorry that you were probably skimming that book and missed everything. Like, don't, oh, mm-hmm. it frustrated me so much. But uh, book talk beef. I, I tend to stay out of it because that's another thing on book talk where like one person will make a video. They make it intentionally to get a lot of stitches and, you know, interaction. And, and then my whole for you page will be people just reacting to this video. And I'm like, you guys, if you leave them alone, it goes away. And it's the same discourse over and over and over again. Our friend it's Gracie. so cyclical. Yeah. Our friend Gracie made a book talk bingo sheet to keep up with how many. She's done. She's yeah. so funny. <laughs> how many times like certain conversations <laughs> get brought up. It was She good. gave Tessa Bailey and Colin Hoover both three strikes. Yes. <laughs> I know when I'll have to ask her to send it to me so I can be sure to post it um, on the page when this episode comes out. But it's so fucking funny. Like the free space was Kevin versus bookish boxes. So 
funny. Well, for people who don't know, Kevin, what is his at name? I forget, but he's a pretty big book talker, queer book talker. And he has this beef with a bookish company called the bookish box. They make special editions and you know, their customer service is not the best. Their quality of books is questionable. I will say I ordered um, one book from them and I got it at a great time. Like I must've been an anomaly, but he will make videos calling them out like so much. And it's funny. Yeah. He'll tag them. Like it's, he got a cease and desist from them. Like it was like true Beef, yeah. and he like did not care he like kept going kept going in <laughs> moments like that i laughed like that was like funny because yeah like they like they're he had facts as to like why he was like so fed up with them um yeah, yeah it I just, was just i so just funny. ordered something from them for the very first time and i am scared i'm very What'd nervous but my fourth wing uh special oh edition. well but i'm really crossed. nervous <laughs> you'll have to get updated i haven't heard anything about them for a while so mm-hmm. Maybe they hired some more we'll people. See. Yeah, I'm a little If nervous. something goes wrong, I will call tell Kevin, Kevin up. And he'll make yeah. You <laughs> what if you just called Kevin call up? Call Kevin up. And yeah. it's so funny because like his videos are so dramatic, and he'll have this like music that's playing. That's like I feel like I'm in like a courtroom, and he's like a lawyer giving his final <laughs> statement. Oh, it's so oh, funny. That's... But yeah, it is just all so cyclical, and like I've really learned which which battles to pick quotes you know air quotes around that whatever like where where my energy is best spent when it comes to a lot of this discourse like do I really need to talk about it or is it something that I can work on myself is it like whatever Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah Mm -hmm. so and I think that's something that a lot of people might benefit from Mm. what am I adding to this conversation yeah no (laughs) just a question you should ask yourself um and I think like and it's not a saying, you know, there should never be this discourse, whatever, because I think sometimes, a lot of times, it's actually very important. Like a one that I mm-hmm. found to be really interesting, and it was it was for a book that I haven't even read. It was with when um, Babel Babel by mm. Mr. Rebecca oh, yeah. Kwong yeah, yeah, came yeah. out, and there was so much discourse around that book. But I thought it was all like everyone responding to the negative reviews of that book. I thought it was very much needed. Um, because people were saying like some really borderline racist out-of-pocket things when it came to her work yeah that whole book sparked a lot because it is very like um not subtle right it's like it's a scathing Mm -hmm. critique of academia white supremacy um tradition and institutions and yeah it did cause a lot of like really important discourse because of course some dumbass people opened their big ass mouths 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 um about thoughts yeah whatever anyways like you're saying there there yeah. is useful discourse and there is discourse that is just because people are bored on their couch yeah because i don't agree with the people who are like there should never be any negative you know reviews on book talk or like oh, in the yeah, bookish spaces either. in general i'm like no like there's definitely a way to do it but i would say more so on tiktok than any other bookish platform you get the very like sensationalized yes. negative reviews yeah. because like they know they'll go viral um, and that's kind of the thing that I don't agree with. Like, if you have genuine valid critiques and, like, it's important, great. But, like, if you're getting on the internet to make a video talking about why you didn't like Akatar, honey, no one cares. I'm sorry. Like, we've seen that video 12,000 times. And then you make content where you're like, I hate SJM, I hate SJM, I hate SJM. Then why is every video you make about SJM, why are all your hashtags hashtag Sarah J Mass? If you don't like them, then don't talk about them. And then your feed will be free of it. 
and then you can see the stuff that you love like there were so many authors where I'm like oh, I don't I don't vibe I just I never interact and then I never see it and it's just so happy I'm so happy life's so fun life's, life's so, fun. so fun got my mini skirt and my roller blades, my roller blades on. on should we talk about the books we brought our book talk babes totally should let's yes. do it I'll go first. I brought Heartstopper by Ooh. Alice Osman, which is a book I just don't think I would have read without Book Talk. And I'm so, so happy that I did. It is a graphic novel um, coming of age queer story about Nick, who is um, in the first couple of books realizing that he is bisexual and Charlie, who is openly gay. Um, and you get a lot of stories like backstory about them they're both in high school uh it's set in england so they have different years there but in america i think charlie would be a sophomore and nick would be a junior and it's just like achingly sweet like it just like made me want to scream into my pillow and i did and i like my best friend read this before me and she was like you have to read it um once i was like telling her that i was seeing it everywhere and i just it was my first time ever reading a graphic novel that's a lie. I read Lore Olympus, but this was one of my first graphic novels that I ever read. And it's just, the art is so beautiful. Alice Osmond is just so talented and it's just, it's so sweet. And she does such an incredible job of capturing those feelings of like first crushes or like first yeah. crushes that mean a lot. And she also tackles like really, she really very she's very successful at tackling really heavy topics like charlie throughout the story is struggling with an eating disorder um nick is obviously learning about his sexuality and like coming to terms with that and what that means for him and charlie you learn about how he was outed um and the the feelings he went through the band of characters in it their friend group is just so well done and beautiful and beautifully diverse um they have some friends who are also queer um and it's just the whole the whole story is just so good yeah i i wasn't reading a lot of ya at this time so i was like unsure but yeah the the giddy like kicking my feet twirling my hair feeling that i got while reading these books i'm just yeah so grateful that i saw them all over tiktok because they deserve it all yeah, I don't know why, but well, I haven't read this one, uh, Heartstopper yet, but I don't know why, but like graphic novels, I've not read any graphic novels before. And I, I know that maybe that's crazy, but like, I just don't know why I've not picked one up before. Like, I don't know. I feel like honestly, I'm, Kayla, like maybe this yeah. should be like your first one because I yeah, think they're should. so good. I've only they're read the so first good. two volumes, but I love, I cried a little bit actually reading the first one. Like the art is so they're just so cute. cute. Like they're just so cute. I haven't and watched the show. Neither have I, but they're also super diverse. Like and like not in a way that's like, I wanna put all these people of color and marginalized queer folk in a book. Like it no, it was like realistic. very natural. Yeah. Like yeah. like this... if you're in a diverse friend group, it feels yeah. true to how that feels. And it was great. Yeah, like there's um I'm blanking on everybody's name in this book besides Charlie and Nick. Because um, it's been, I read them in summer of last year, so it's been over a year since I've read them. Uh, and of course, I just pitched them like back to back to back. But yeah. it's just like there's really beautiful conversations surrounding it that don't feel forced. They feel very natural. It's like how how you would talk to your friends about like your identity and your feelings and your sexuality, especially at that age, right, where you're yeah. starting to date and starting to get serious. And <sighs> I just love them so much. I don't think the fifth volume is out in print yet. 
and now I need to check. Yeah, they come out um, in the UK quicker than they do in the US. Mm-hmm. You you said that it was your friend that convinced you to like pick this up. So like, had you been seeing it a lot on Book Talk, and you were like thinking about it, or like, how did you get to pick this one up? Yeah, so my best friend Bailey, who's like love my life, like we talk every single day. Um, we didn't like even realize that we had both gotten back into reading at like the same time. Like I read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo actually, and I was like, I actually think you might like this book. And she's like, No shit, I read it like two weeks ago. Um, and we got back into reading around the same time, so we had been texting, and I was like, I keep seeing Heartstopper all over Book Talk. Like I think I'm gonna like try and read it. It looks so cute, and she was like you need to pick it up immediately. I am so obsessed with them. Send me all of your updates, like, please. And um, that was the fun part about reading a graphic novel with somebody as well, is that, like, I got to take pictures of the page and send it to her and be like, oh, my God, like, this just happened or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I had been seeing it all over TikTok. And then once the show, that once it was announced that it was picked up by Netflix, I think it blew up even more because people were really excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So, yeah. And you haven't watched it yet? shocked i'm not sure i will to be completely honest with you i've heard nothing but good things i heard it's perfectly cast um i've heard that everybody's obsessed with the cast but i think i don't know maybe i'll wait to see if and when it gets canceled our friend taz who we've talked about um made this whole video about how netflix has like ruined Mm, um like television for her because they just like cancel shows willy nilly on streaming services. And I'm just, I want to see how season two of Heartstopper okay. works out before yeah. I take the plunge. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what about Heartstopper do you think made it like a book talk favorite for a lot of people? Like, why do you think it went viral on the app? I think part of it is that it's like a really really well done graphic novel like I think as like young adults and adults who are like makeup book talk I think the idea of a graphic novel is just like really exciting right like who doesn't want to look at pretty pictures while you're reading but again like how do you find a good one I think that's like less accessible than finding just like a good like novel um so I think people saw how well this was done I also do think just like queer love being celebrated um, is a huge reason that it went viral. Like there is there is moments in this where they discuss really heavy topics, like I said, and sometimes it's sad and it's not always just like peachy, but like at its heart, like Heartstopper is a celebration of queer love in so many different facets. So I think that is a huge reason why people gravitated towards it. Yeah. And like, I will yeah. say like queer book talk, uh, that's like another thing about like going back to like book talk recycles the same five books, but I'm like, there are so many different sections of book talk. There's black book talk, there's queer book talk, there's literary fiction book talk, there's nonfiction book talk, there's mystery, like it, almost every genre, subgenre um, and marginalized You'll group find has something. its own section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time I was following a lot of, and just seeing a lot of queer book talk content because I read it in 2021, the first two volumes. And yeah, like they just, it, everything you just said, Brandy, about it being like a celebration, which I think is like a big thing. Because, you know, I mean, I don't want to read about like queer people. And in my case, like black people being sad and like going through a lot of shit. Because it's like I can turn on the news. And like that's why I don't, I steer away from like nonfiction a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, it was just nice seeing like people get to live their life and breathe air. And yeah. Yeah just young people getting to live their lives 
yeah, it's just, it is really sweet and beautiful. And I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards it. Cause not only is it just so well done, Alice Hausman, like I've said, like a million times, she's so talented. The art is beautiful. We'll post some um, screen grabs from what she has online. So obviously it won't be like stealing or anything. We'll post what she has posted um, in our post this week. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's so sweet. And like I said, yeah. like she captures those little moments of what it feels like to fall in love at such a young age. Like the, the hand yeah. brushes that feel like everything was staying up late to do homework. Like the first kiss, like, oh my God, it's so all so well captured. Um, slight spoiler for Heartstopper. So if you don't want to know, you should keep, well, Kayla, this is fine. I, um, oh, okay, okay. But if you don't want to know anything, but a part that I, that I like cried at um, and got really emotional at in the first volume was, or it's either the first or the second, but it's when Nick comes out to his mom and like how just like accepting and understanding she was. Like he was so scared, and she was yeah. just like, "I just love you so much." Like, like it's like it's okay. That. Yeah, it was it was just done so well, and I just know like it it was important to me, and I know it's even more important to like so many kids that are Nick's age. Um, and also, yeah, like I'm hoping that like anyone who is yet to become a parent. Um, or has a little one, like they read that and they're like, okay, this is how I should treat my kid if they ever come to me about anything, um, especially regarding their sexuality. So, oh, so good. Yeah, I cried a lot reading these as well. And I think a big one, which like, we've talked about this on past episodes here and there, but Nick realizing he's bisexual um, and like what that means for him was just like a really beautiful conversation that happened inside his head and also with people he loved in real life um, about like, okay, I am definitely attracted to Charlie. Charlie's a boy, but like I've had girlfriends in the past and I've been attracted to them too. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm like, I don't fit entirely into one box or is there a box for me? And like, he does discover and when he decides that he wants to like, pick that for himself that he would like to identify as bisexual i i like I, that made me cry oh, yeah so, so that's heartstopper okay i'll do it i'll do it yeah 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 okay yeah totally. i haven't read the like, last beautiful they are like just like They're the actual so books like the size is like so good and yeah i don't um, know why but like when i since i've never read a graphic novel for some reason my mind just like automatically assumes that it won't like, I won't get the same, um, I don't know, like, I won't be in the characters, like, heads as much because there's not as much words. Because I know that, like, doesn't really make sense. I know it's irrational, but, like, that's what my mind automatically assumes. I think you should try it, um, especially because you get through them. Like, you could, if you really wanted to, you could read all volumes in a single day because it'll only take you, like, yeah an hour, hour and a half to get through, like, volume one. Um, and I haven't done volumes three or four. So if you want to do volumes one and two, we can buddy read three and four together. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's Heartstopper, one of my book talk faves. I love a lot of book talk books, but this one really stuck with me. So I wonder um, I wonder who the first person was to post about Heartstopper because that's another thing you see is like so many authors want to become a book talk book, right? And so they, they think there's like a formula to it. And maybe like if we really sat down, like a lot of these books will have like certain things in common, et cetera, et cetera. But I always tell people it only takes one video going viral for something to become a book talk book. Like that's it. it can, one singular video can get millions of views and then suddenly so many people are buying it, reading it. And that was never that creator's intention. Like it's happened to me. 
Um, and it's happened to lots of my mutuals. And they just, it becomes a book talk book. Allie Hazelwood, like, really loudly credits Pauline for blowing up the mm-hmm. love hypothesis. Mm-hmm. And all Pauline did I, was I think... randomly pick it up. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, a book of the it. month book that she read. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, Kendra, I think you're a big reason. I don't know if I would necessarily consider this, like, I don't think The Simple Wild is, like, one of the book talk books, mm-hmm. right? But it's, you'll see it. Like, you see it a lot. But I do think that, like, you obviously influenced a lot of people, Brandy included, to read mm-hmm. Which Simple Wild. And, so... and and it's still really popular today. Like, people still read it all the time. Yeah, which is you know, so sometimes crazy. Sometimes books you... go through like phases where it's like really popular for like a few months and then it kind of dies down. Yeah. I feel like this one is one that just stays consistently steady. Which you know? is crazy because you're the one that told me to read it. Yeah, oh um, which is like Lomi and I used to joke that like Kayla was like running book talk because like Kayla would tell me to read something. I would read it. I would love it. I would like publicly talk about it. And then like, you know, it, it could do numbers. Like people were tagging me. And this is before Kayla had socials. And so I'd be like, I was the yeah, Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. No, she really, she really <laughs> was. Um, the only like book talk books that I feel like I can like trace back to me, but even then, like I never want to take credit because I feel like there's always someone who read it before me, talked about it before me, like has always people done something. For you. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say people. Um, yeah. I saw like a direct like <laughs> I've made one video about or like a few, and then like that summer, I swear to God, guys, like I got so many tags on on book talk of being like i read this because of kendra i read this because kendra i was like that's wild um which is yeah insane to me to this day it was that one and then my brutal birthright video by sophie lark Mm -hmm. yeah that's it that's it yeah that the reason i read those ones but that again that came from my friend melina who just made a video of her uh I think that book was recommended to her by Alexandra, literary Alexandra. So then Melina read it and she really connected with the character so much. And then she marathoned the series and like kept talking about it. So I was like, I'll read it. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm reading this cousin Melina. And then it just took off and like that whole series took off. And then, um, yeah, those are like the only two where I, th- I mean, there are more too. Like I'll, people will message me all the time and be like, Oh, I read this book because of you. And it'll be like some book that I have not thought about since I posted the video. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, Cool. You know know what's so interesting too is I still get like I don't I'm not on like TikTok really like as in like I don't have an active account. Well, I have an active account, but I don't post. Um, But like when I used to be like, well, I still am in Kendra's comments a lot. Like I'll still get notifications all the time about people liking my comments from her videos from like two years ago. I'm like, how did you get a hold of this video? (laughs) No, um, Javian told me that he commented something I think it was on like my wall of Winnipeg video that I made <laughs> and he's like I have a typo in that comment but people still like it to this day and it annoys me because I don't want to delete it because it gets a lot of engagement but the typo um the typo drives him that's insane. fine yeah yeah well I can go next yay I think it's interesting um you said like sometimes there's not always like a formula for a a book going viral like sometimes it just happens I think this one is I feel like a mix because mine is a very new to well when I say new I mean like within the past few months um book talk book I was like when we initially had this topic I was thinking like way way back you know um for a book talk books but I was like you know what I think I mean this counts I think this will go down as a book talk classic when everything is said and done 
Um, so I brought the fourth wing, or fourth wing, excuse me, I see I put the uh, <laughs> in there, uh, by Rebecca Yaros. And if you uh, have been anywhere on Booktark for the past two months, you will definitely have seen this book. Um, and this one, I know that there was a lot, there still really is a lot of discourse on whether or not this book's popularity was manufactured. I think that it, I don't think that it, people are lying when they're talking about how much they love this book. Um, I think that it's really just a mix of this publishing company had a really, really good marketing campaign. And then once people started to read it, then it just took off because I, I think this book scratched an itch basically for a lot of people. So if you, again, have been living under a rock, Fourth Wing is about Violet who um, goes to this drag war college, I guess, and she's put in the dragon riders quadrant. She wants to be a scribe, but her mom is forcing her to become a dragon rider. And she um, has this uh, chronic uh, illness where she has like really brittle bones. She's really small. Like she doesn't have the same abilities that like a lot of dragon riders do who are really strong and big. So she has to like overcome a lot of different things throughout this, this book, um, basically just by being smart. So that's what this book is about. And it's obviously a uh, romanticy. So there is a big romantic element in there too. And so, yeah, I first saw this book, um, I think in like early April, like somebody was talking about their art copy that they had gotten. And I, I remember that's when I first saw it on book talk. I remember seeing it actually like on Goodreads a while ago and I put it on my want to read, but like, I never really thought about it. But then when I saw like a couple of videos about it, I was like, let me get this. And like all the barns, for some reason, were putting it out early, like every single barns in America was. And so I, I remember you getting it early. Yeah. I got it a couple of weeks early at my barns, like the fancy first, first edition one that they had. Um, and so then I like, I immediately wrote it that weekend and I fell in love and I loved it. And it's one of my like favorite reads this year, I think for sure. Like, will this book, a lot of people have said, will this book win Taz said it best. Will this book win the Nobel Peace Prize for writing? No, <laughs> it won't. But like, I, like again, it's scratched an itch, I think, for a lot of people. And like, I don't think that it really like matters whether or not this was like the best. You know, the the writing was super lyrical or super poetic. Like, yeah. I just don't really care. like. You just want it to be. I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. And I think that yeah. again, like that goes back to what I was saying earlier, is that some people see like a book selling really well and like really popular, and they expect it to be like the next great American novel. And it's like, no, like some people just want vibes. And every yeah. single person I've heard talk about Fourth Wing has been like vibes. Yeah. No. It was perfect vibes. <laughs> Yeah, they say, yeah, they say that, like, uh, it's not, like, good writing, uh, or, like, and then they think people are lying because they were, like, um, paid to talk about the book. I don't think anybody was paid to talk about the book. I remember actually seeing a creator say that um, when Entangled slash Red Tower reached out to them about receiving the box for the book, they were just asked that you film, and we'll send you this box if you film an unboxing and if you post a review video and nowhere did they say that the review had to be good in order for you to get this box. They just said that you post a review somewhere. Um, so yeah, that's like what, yeah. that's what the whole thing was. I'm, um, I'm on Entangled's mailing list and I got the fourth wing box. Yeah. And, but they, when I joined their mailing list, they made it very clear, like, we're just going to send you the box. We're going to send you boxes like throughout the year. 
if you want to post about them, great. But we really just want you guys to like have the books and they like make really good boxes. And I got fourth yeah. ring and I was like, all right, it, it was fantasy. So I was like, let me just put this aside. Ugh. And then Le- Kayla read it, loved it. And I was like, and then I went to Rebecca. Oh my God. Uh, I went to her Instagram and I saw she was wearing a sweatshirt that said book dragon. And I was like, wait, I have that exact same sweatshirt that I got from Entangled. And I didn't put two and two together that it was from the fourth wing box yeah. that I got. And I had a fourth wing art copy just sitting she in had it my house. For a while before <laughs> yeah, she realized. <laughs> she had it and it, this she only realized this like maybe like a week after I had read it and I was raving about it for forever and then she's like oh my god wait I think I have this and I was yeah. like are you kidding me I, everybody so and their funny. mother got that art copy I feel like yeah and people want it now because it's it's paperback it's sold art out. copy so they want well like... and now yeah the well yeah the the art copy is the paperback and now the first edition is like sold out you can't get it anywhere if you order it on Amazon, it's like a month to two months wait. It's Yo, crazy. shout out to that author. I know she's having a great, <laughs> a great yeah, time. Really, that's incredible. Truly. That, no, like truly, like that's like that's really the um, the thing behind it because like for TikTok it blowing up, I truly just think that they just sent that book to like everybody. Yeah. Except me. Um, shout out Entangled. I love you. Please send me <laughs> next, the next art copy. Please, please, please. send her. Add her to um, the list. <laughs> I went to the list. I literally emailed them and I haven't heard back. That's great. Anyway, um, so uh yeah, I think it was just they sent that book to everybody and the people that the audience that it was intended for got reached. Mm-hmm. Um and that's I think what happened. Um, I remember seeing a video back in April from our friend Mary Rose and mm-hmm. she made a video and she was like, I have a big statement to make, but I'm gonna stand behind it. She's like, I think that this book is going to blow up and she was Mm -hmm. so right she was like i that was the first video i saw about it she was like it's a romanticy it's giving like we said she's like it's giving the vibes she's like i just think that people are gonna love it so much and she was so right yeah yeah and like i don't know if it this conversation i want to say i mean this conversation happens a lot but i think it was like picking back up leading up to the release of fourth wing um and that is like you know what makes a good romanticy like why can't we just get like romantic fantasy books that like, you know, are outside of the ones that we already read, like Akatar. Um, mm-hmm. I'm blanking on literally every other one, um, but that's what people were wanting. And then like the book came out and people are like, Oh yes, finally. And then book two comes out in November, which I think is like perfect mm-hmm. timing. So again, it's just a good fucking strategy. It really is. Yeah. Because I had read this almost immediately following the Carissa Broadbent high that I had come off of another, another romanticy author yeah, she, and I was like big. yeah and I was like wait, oh my god I love romanticy like I need more books like this and like I said this just scratched an itch like it and also this book made me feel I've said this like before but this book really made me feel just like similarly to how I did when I read it in high school you know when I was reading Divergent like it just like I could not wait to finish work at the end of the day and go read this book like I and I've had that feeling since then but not at all I feel like in the same way that I have you know had since I was in college and high school um and people have said this is like a mix of Divergent and How to Train Your Dragon and The Hunger Games sort of but with adults um and the the romance is yeah exactly uh, the romance is like part of the main plot like it's not like a subplot the same way it would be like in Quill Prince um, 
it's like a main portion, at least in the last half. Um, so I just think it reached the target audience and the target audience loved it. Yeah. So, I also the think the audience is Kayla Ann. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I think fourth wing, and this happens with like a lot of fantasy books. I think fantasy book talk is how a lot of people get into fantasy. At least that's how it was for me. And a big reason as to why I think it works is because you get fan art. Mm-hmm. Um, artists love drawing fantasy books and I love mm-hmm. seeing it but I swear to god the contemporary books if they got the <laughs> same treatment they would be doing yeah. numbers consistently because fan art like oh, it can literally change your whole perspective on a book if you can just see what something looks like literally the covers for the Kiss Question series are so fucking stunning and they're just like really well done fan art and then um, I just paid a ridiculous amount of money for the soulmate equation and the true love experiment yeah i found a true love experiment on mercari ask me how much for that singular book um 200 oh way less Uh, thank god uh, i was gonna say like i i found a fairy loop version of divine rivals on mercari that i so want and it was 85 dollars yeah it was 80 dollars but then i had to pay for shipping so it's like 102 dollars when all was said and done that's not 102 dollars for one book scares me but i so i want that divine rivals one so bad I you should get it it, because you love that book kayla i do i love that book so much Um, anyway but yeah with the with the fan art we've like kendra and i and brandy have had this conversation before like artists let's give the same energy for romance books for fan art please but yeah most most fan art girlies are fantasy girls so i mean i'm not complaining like once once i read this book i was like all right fan art now the fan art girlies mm-hmm. need to get a hold of this asap and it's they're starting to trickle in it took it t- there was a lot of bumps along the road for how people <laughs> were uh, in- interpreting some of the characters but i think we're finally getting to a point i think it's also really great when authors take a stance on no this is not how my character should look yeah my character's not white and rebecca has done that um and she's also not supportive of ai art which i really appreciate that's too. good yeah um so yeah fourth wing you're always welcome to talk about it with me in the DMs and uh, Brainy's getting you started with You make me so excited. Oh, I feel like, um, sorry, not to like step on your toes, Kendra, but I feel like a lot of the times Kayla and Kendra will read books together and then like I'm the oh. one who plays catch up. Yeah. But like Kayla's been reading The Winter King and we read Reckless and now I'm reading The Fourth Wing. Like, <laughs> I, can you Kendra catch up? up? <laughs> Wow, I can't believe I'm, like, being excluded from this friend group. That's Oh, welcome crazy. to me. I am the third wheel 100% of the no. time. I um, Recently, I've been in, like, my fantasy bag, like, reading a lot of Krista Broadbent, um, Rebecca Ross, who I love. Shout out, Rebecca Ross. You're amazing. Um, and then, you know, Fourth Wing. And so, like, Kendra and I, like, like read similar books, like, within a few weeks, if you know, or months, if not weeks of each other. And recently I've been reading a lot of fantasy. So, and she's like, she's probably like, oh my God. not a fantasy like, girly. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I don't want to hear this. But one day she will read Fourth Wing. One day, one day, one day, one day. We bought okay. it. Kendra and I were both tipsy. We went on her birthday. We were out to lunch and we drank a lot of mojitos. And then we went to Barnes & Noble. And we were like, we should probably just buy these. Like, we're going to read yeah. them eventually. So we both own the fancy Barnes & Noble's exclusive edition. Of- yeah, I mean... Of of those ones that I just mentioned, those fantasy books that I just mentioned, this is the one I think that she would enjoy the most. 
So, I mean, I know she's like, I read Belladonna for you. Okay, well, you like Belladonna, so you'll like this one. So just chill Something out. I do love when I find out that my friends aren't going to read a book that I love, though. Like, when they're like, I'm not going to read it. Like, Kendra, on the way home from Colorado, she's like, I'm not going to read The Winter Bride, Brandy. And, or The Winter King. And I was like, yeah. bet. So that's then she just let me explain the entire plot to her. And that is so oh. fun to me. Like, I love that shit. I don't remember half of what she said. Kayla. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Just like the act of telling you want to like getting it out. And I yeah, was engaged. So I was me. like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. This is another book that I've seen a lot of people who aren't fantasy girls read and love. So I'm yeah. just throwing that out there, Kendra. I'm just throwing it out. I mean, I believe you. Like, I believe you. I believe you. Kendra, look at your bestie. Oh, fuck that. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Kendra hates my cat. Because her cat hates me. I have been, I've tried to be nice to Peach so many times. It's crazy. But no one will hate an animal as much as Kayla's husband hates one of their dogs. <laughs> you guys, Kayla posted yeah, a, a photo dump on her personal Insta of like her month of May. Oh my you know, God. May dump. You know what's so funny? Um, is and that she I knew you were no, 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 listen. That. She included photos of one of her dogs kylo who's like her favorite and then two oh, other up. dogs who don't even belong to her they're, they're they're my they're my nieces and my nephew okay okay yes but again dogs that physically don't live in your house and you have a whole other dog that lives in your house that you take care of that you're responsible for that didn't even make it into your maid dump where was casper we were not letting up on kayla <laughs> Uh, this entire fucking weekend, the entire time we're on the trip, we're like, are we sure he's still alive? Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I told I told Jared how I was like, they really think that you're gonna like kill Casper. You know what Jared says though is he's like he's like when Casper dies, I'm not allowed to be present, like because you will think that I killed him if I'm there. Like, you will kill <laughs> him if if I'm there with Casper when he dies. You will somehow think he's I'm gonna weekend at Bernie it so that you <laughs> yeah. like he's not dead when you get home. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know Casper just rejoiced the minute Kayla walked through the door again after being away. He's like, oh, Jared's going to eat again. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla, I've been holding my pee all weekend. Please let me outside. Guys, I I love my dogs. I promise. Yes, you love love your dog. She loves them so much, you guys. It's Jared that we're concerned about. It's like Dad and her husband hates that dog. I'm the only one that takes him out on walks. He doesn't take Casper out on oh, walks. Oh, so Casper didn't get up. any fresh air he when you were gone. <laughs> any fresh air. I'm sure he got fresh air because he went potty, but. Are we positive, oh, wow. Kayla? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding it until you got back. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, well, okay. That's I, I can go. Anyway. Your turn. You know, it's so funny. Y'all keep saying, oh, Kendra's not a fantasy girl. Kendra's not this. Kendra's not that. Oh, Why yeah. Why did I bring a fantasy book? I was actually debating between two fantasy books today. So, ha. Huh. Yeah, I was thinking about that, actually. Yeah. When we when we were picking our books and you said, quote, Prince, which you changed to the, the book you're going to talk about. I was like, oh, my God, two fantasy books? Who are we? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, because, like, it was book talk that, like, made me, like, mm. get into fantasy. And, you know, that was a cute little phase in my life. I just don't have it in me. I have a whole fantasy shelf. I read Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom. Um, I just read Belladonna recently. Um, read the Stolen Air this year. Uh, yes, I read Stolen Air. I mean, I love the Coprint series. I think that's amazing. These are United. all YA fantasy. 
Yeah. And I read like all of Akatar, I did Crescent City. Like I've done every, like I've done, I've done the big ones. Right. So, I mean, that's why like, I know I'll read fourth wing just so I know what's going on because eventually the FOMO will get to me. And I think it'll happen right when that second book is coming out. Mm, and then yeah. I'll want to, I'll want to read it. So um, but the book I brought today for my book talk favorite is the one and only Legendborn which is probably, I feel comfortable saying this, the most popular Black fantasy book on Book Talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's, you know, I'm just saying based off of popularity and how big it was and is, it's it's her. I got to give her her flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's Kimmy? I, this is her favorite. No, Kimmy. literally. So Where I you? think <clears throat> the reason she is Brie Matthews. It's so crazy. If they ever make a movie, I hope she gets the part. I picked up Legendborn because JVN, who recently changed his at name, so I think it's like at JVN's books or JVN's reviews, it's something. Um, one of my closest friends, before I started making book talk content, I would see a lot of his videos. And again, he's just like, he just keeps it so real. And if he hates something, he's going to be very honest. And if he loves something, he's going to, you know, shout from the rooftops. And I remember watching. Um, this was like late 2020 watching his videos on Legendborn. He was doing like reading updates for it. And he, at the end, he was like, guys, I usually don't give out five stars. Like I'm so hesitant to give out five stars, but I got to give this book five stars. Like this book was so good. Um, and he didn't even really explain like truly like what it was about. Um, he was just like showing the cover. Um, I guess he explained a little bit, but I was like, you know what? Like I should, I should do it. And you know, influencing works. And this, I bought Legendborn. I spoke about this on the Emily Henry episode we did, but like I had gotten this big, like $300 gift card. I spent most of it at Barnes and Noble and I got like a shit ton of books. And Legendborn uh, was one of the books that I also bought um, that day when I grew a bag. But um, Legendborn follows Brie Matthews, who is 16 years old. It is she a, she's a, I know she should be 18. That is like my one thing with this book is yeah. how young they are. But um, she's 16 years old. Uh, she's black, lives in North Carolina. Her mother recently passed away and she goes off to this college prep program at the University of North Carolina. Um, and there she is introduced to a magical, um, how do you say Arthurian? King Arthur inspired, yeah. King Arthur inspired world, um, and she soon discovers that she has maybe had ties to this world her entire life that she just did not know. And there is a really nice love triangle um, that starts in this book. I don't tell anyone. This stays on the mm, pod. I was just gonna say, mouth shut. I have not read book I two will. yet. I. Mm. I said I was going to read it. It's so funny. Kayla was like, oh, like, I'm going to read Legendborn before book two comes out. And then she ends up reading the first one and the second one before I could even touch the second one. I don't know what was going on with me. I... Um, why are you making me the bad guy in this situation? No, you're not the bad guy. Like, I'm embarrassed. Like, I should have read it. Um, but I'm. I, it's going to be a trilogy, I believe. So I'll just read book two. I'll yeah. get to it. Kendra and I went to an event with Tracy Dion. Um, that was really, really cool. We got to hear her speak about it, like, right after Blood March came out. It was really good. Um, cool event. But we decided there that, like, we also might just wait to read book two until the third one is on the horizon. Because, like, the, the cliffhanger at the end of book one, like, stressed me the fuck out. 
So like, I don't know if I can do that again, like in the best way, in a great way. But I just yeah. like, I think I need, I think I need book three ready to go. I I will get to it. I will get to it. Um, mm. You say you'll get yeah. to a lot of things. I know you guys, I am oh. the most, in, I am the most indecisive person on the planet. Kayla, I'm glad that you have come to realize this. Like, cause I will be like, yeah, I think I'm going to read this. Like I'm going to read it. And then weeks will go by. I don't even know what book I was talking about a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I love this book. Um, it's it's just a really beautiful story. And I think for me, the reason why it works so well and it's stuck was because it's set in the contemporary world. Um, yeah. So it's our world with magic. And that to me is just so much easier for my brain to process. Um, and it also gave me like, I mean, we love a good love triangle. Well, Brandy, I forget if you said you like love triangles, but Kayla and I love, love, love triangles. Okay with them. Yeah. And this book, um, even though it brews in this book, I thought the setup for it was so good and so unique because it's not just like your typical straight, like mm-hmm. one is the better option. Yeah. yeah no. Um, and Tracy Dion is so inclusive in her writing. I mean, this is already a book written by a Black woman featuring a Black character. And that, to me, would have been, like, enough. But then she went and added so many queer characters, characters mm-hmm. with disabilities. Like, there is a character in this book who is non-binary. And there is never a conversation around their use of pronouns. Like, we're just told. And Brie from the jump is, like, uses they, them. And I like I love how casual that is, and how it's like mm-hmm. no, like you were going to adjust to it. Um, that's like I love when it's, when when the diversity is just very unapologetic, and I feel like yeah. she wrote very unapologetically with a lot of her um, representation in. Yeah, this book. I'll say it's similar. It's similar in Fourth Wing. The representation is very casual, um, yeah. and I really loved that too. So it's, it's just it's so good, and I think it's just it makes it like I don't want to sometimes we need to spend the time having those conversations in books like they are very important but sometimes like I want to feel like I'm talking to my friends and like if if I have a friend who identifies a certain way or whatever like right you're not gonna be like explain to me why you're using these pronouns you're just gonna be like all right cool thank you you know if I like messed up I'll be like thank you for correcting me whatever you move on and you, you start talking about the shit that's like that you were talking about you know you're not making um a big deal about it and yeah I just loved how casual it was I we mentioned this just um, a few minutes ago but my one gripe with this book is how young the characters are um I have to age them up in my head which I feel like is a very common thing for a lot of like popular book talk books especially like younger ones or like um new adult ones where people are like oh well, she was 18 and I couldn't picture her as 18 so I had to age her up Brie Matthews is 16 and I cannot picture her as 16 um mainly because of the setting because it takes place on a college campus Yes. So I was just like, Tracy, why not? Like, why didn't you just make her a college freshman? It, it, the exact same story. Literally the exact same story. She just could have been a freshman. Um, and it would have been better. And, like, that's just me being like, I want, like, you know, a little bit more romance and a little bit more of this, which in YA, like, you know, I'm not going to get, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's tricky. But still a lot of amazing things um, in this book. You touched on, like, the diversity of the book. Do you think that's part of the reason that people resonated with the book so much? Like, what made this blow up, do you think, on Book Talk? Um, yeah, I think it was the diversity of it and also, like, 
you know, this book came out in 2020 and that was a year when like a lot of non-Black people were like, oh shit, Black people are still being like very poorly treated in America. Like that summer Mm -hmm. was rough for a lot of people. Um, And that was the year where we saw so many people be like, how can I support? How can I support? How How can I support? And they jumped on any opportunity. And I think within the book, community you saw that happen with a lot of um black books and i think legendborn at least on book talk got swept up in that and it just so happened to be good Um, yeah people read it and loved it yeah yeah it came out in 2020 and so i think um people were you know trying to push the whole like i read diversely because like if you look at a lot of um specifically like white white fantasy book talkers like every time they mention like a fantasy, a non-white fantasy that they really loved and and, and enjoyed. Legendborn nine times out of ten would be that fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which like I, again, I love because I think it's worthy of its praise and its hype. And so incredibly proud of Tracy because it was a debut as well. But there are so many other black fantasies that are equally as good, um, and they don't get the same hype because they came like right after. Or also, like, Legendborn features a lot of non-Black characters. Like, it's a very inclusive world, but, I mean, you know, both of the love interests are white, and, like, that's more palatable for people uh, versus, like, some other Black fantasies where, like, the whole cast is Black, and that's just, like, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think that's a big reason why it did so well. And, again, like, I just... It, it was also, also like, consistency. Um, Kimmy, at Kimmy's Books, was just she just made so many videos about it because she genuinely loved it and still loves it so much mm-hmm. and like once you see someone talk someone that you you know have come to enjoy talk about something for a long time you're like let me just give it a try and obviously that was me and Javian. but i know a lot of people read legendborn because kimmy just kept making um kept making videos about it so yeah and she's not even like a fantasy person but this is like the one fantasy that she yeah she, she like but yeah. she's loved um so much and like it just has like a really enticing cover stunning brie looks amazing like this this she's a beautiful girl um and you're just like what is going on with her because you know she has like the red and the blue and yeah it's just so good it's it's great i think um just like another testament to Tracy Dion's writing is like, there's also like such a beautiful grief story that happens in this book. Um, Cause she, Brie loses her mom and that's not a spoiler. You learned that in chapter one uh, or even the prologue, I think, but yeah, I just, you could tell how personal that writing felt for her. And yeah, like you said, for whatever reason, somebody picks this book up, you read it and it's a fucking good book. Like mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. I, I consider myself a romance reader who really enjoys reading fantasy. And this book, I was just like, this is just so fucking good. Yeah. And another reason why, like, I forgot to mention this earlier is that, um, I mean, again, there are tons of Black fantasies out there, but the majority of them are based in African mythology and lore. And, like, I'm not African. I'm African-American. Like, I'm Black-American. I can only trace my roots back. I always tell people I can only trace my roots back to Mississippi. Like, that's it. Um, so to have a Black fantasy based in that, like, based in um, American lineage, I just thought that was beautiful. Because, again, like, I read so many other – well, I have read a few other Black fantasies where I'm like, the lore is great, everything is great, but I have no connection Um to the magic system that they that they chose to use, but Bree's one of Bree's magic systems being root magic 
and how Tracy just explored all of that I thought was just so well done and just made me like really emotional and like also just really appreciative um and yeah I can't wait to see like what she does next too like outside of Legendborn me too yeah like she's a self-proclaimed nerd she's also like pansexual which I love like she's so like out and proud and again pride month like you know love her and I just think she just I love when an author cares and I think that's like another good sign of a book talk book and maybe that's why fourth wing is also doing so well because like you can tell Rebecca Yaros just like truly cares about this story um because like sometimes you'll get authors who who want to make who just want to have a successful book period on book talk but like they don't really like you can just tell like the way they're talking about it like they don't care that's why like they let people miscast their characters they let people like just run wild sometimes with how they talk about their books but I think Tracy Dion and you know a few other authors like they they genuinely care like they want to tell a good story that's important and that's fun so yeah I think if you care about your work you'll chances of you having a good book talk book will be high yeah absolutely I can't wait to see what she does next too I wonder if she'll keep writing fantasy or because she used to write fanfic uh Mm -hmm. just like romance fanfic so I I'm really excited to see whether she sticks with fantasy or just goes like contemporary romance route I'm I'm so excited yeah I think you know that that's so cool yeah a lot of a lot of authors just like Olivia Blake too was a big fan fiction writer she and Olivia Blake or she used to read Olivia Blake's fanfic Aww. Yeah, we learned that at the event that um it's so nice. At the event we went to. Yeah. So funny. Well, Grace book two. It's really good. I, I, know, ju- I, I like I, I think the minute she announces a release date, I'll probably read it then. Because then I'll have something to look forward to, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That that cliffhanger at the end of book one, like tore me up. <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, just waiting for book two for so long. I was like, I need book two, I need book two. Like, come on, Tracy, come on, Tracy. And then book two dropped. I was nowhere to be found. You were like, <laughs> like I, did, I did not read it. Um, and I will. It's also just, like, I don't know. It's sometimes, I don't know. You know, it's just, it's a lot of fact. Like, sometimes your brain is just, like, not now. And I got to listen to my brain. Reader. Yeah. Which is so crazy because I don't think before book talk, I would never consider myself to be a mood reader. Like, I used to, guys, I used to buy books, like, maybe, like, three or four yeah read them right away and not buy any more books until i finish the books i already read and now i'm like i'm gonna get this because it looks good and then never touch it Mm -hmm. yeah i bought a whole series that i still haven't read it's sitting on a fantasy series that i've never read and it's just sitting on my shelf what is it caraval uh never read it that's ya and like you're not a big ya person well the only reason i read it is because i really want to read this the the, like the sequel series but like everybody's like you have to read caraval first and i was like okay so i bought that it is like, oh, one thing about book talk that i have not fallen victim to is like the overconsumption that yeah like is a little like prevalent sometimes on book talk mm-hmm. i personally i've talked about this a lot on my bookstagram but like i only own books i would say i probably own less than 10 books that i haven't read on my bookshelf yeah. like i only I almost always read a, a digital version or an audio version first and then buy it if I love it so I can keep it yeah. for like a keepsake. Yeah, I will say that like that is a rare occurrence for me. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, oh yeah. You're yeah. so good about reading your physical books. Yeah. I definitely fell into, I don't want to call it a trap, but like the trend of like going to Barnes to browse yeah. and then, like doing a book haul. And I, I'm a recovering Barnes & Noble addict i think like i i only go now to buy books that i know i want to read 
Right, um, exactly. And then if you find one while you're there, that's like, that's part of shopping. Yeah, um, exactly. Brandy and I are so good at convincing each other to like buy things. Like it's honestly kind of dangerous. You should have seen us. We were in a a gift shop in Colorado and Kendra was like, do I need this? $80 $80 yeah. sweatshirt and I immediately was like yeah get it you deserve it like you yeah. should get it whatever blah. and Kayla was like um <laughs> <laughs> like we're so like oh Brandy and I will literally buy it. we're just like money doesn't exist like just get it just get it just get it's it fake. and then like it exists on our phone that's not for yeah. us to worry about like, <laughs> I mean a good ex- I, I will say on vacation money doesn't really exist to me but yeah uh well I mean I don't see that's 100% true it's definitely more true on vacation than it is at home for sure um like a, since book bonanzas if you're listening to this book bonanza is probably happening right now um <laughs> gianna darling is gonna be at book bonanza <laughs> and we all read the fallen men series within like the past few months like brandy read it at the end of 2022 and then i read it and kayla read it at the beginning of this year and i fucking love that series and then she was like yeah like i'm gonna be giving out the hardcovers of the girl edition of the like the girls in the cover but they're gonna be in hardcover i initially only bought one which was good gone bad which is like my favorite book in that series one of my favorite books of the year and then and i was like in the group chat yeah everyone's like um i think we should buy all of them and i was like should i and brandy's like yeah and so i went back and i placed another order and i got the entire fallen men series in hardback and i got a t-shirt that says welcome to entrance spent two hundred dollars just I'm paid that invoice you. we were at the top of a mountain in colorado and we got an invoice that was like your payments due and we were like oh my fuck <laughs> because if the money came out right away i would have been like oh, okay whatever but it no i had I to like about wait it. i know mm-hmm. oh my god we had to like face the consequences of our actions that's crazy but i, I know like i'll pay, love but... uh, i know i should have just ordered you one kayla um, oh god they're back on sale on Amazon. They're on Amazon. So I'm like, are you funny. fucking kidding me? Yeah. But also, like, we're going to get them signed. We're going to mm-hmm. get to pick them up. We're going to get to meet her. Like, it's going to be fine. But yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. We're so bad. <laughs> we go out to lunch together. We will go out to lunch together if the bill's less than $200. We're like, that's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Kayla, you don't get it. Like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, let's But it could be drinking. worse. We could be convincing each other to do, like, drugs. So. Drugs, Yeah. Would you rather us be drug addicts or just yeah, Kayla. spending a lot of money on food? Um, I don't want you to go broke. Oh, we're fine. Go okay. I live, right. well. Catch me working until I die. Yeah. I'm never yeah. retiring. Never retiring. I didn't That's open okay. up um, a 401k until I became I know. friends with Kayla. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I had to convince her. I literally was like, you uh, have a 401k? Can thank drive. you, mommy. That's why I have you in my life. You just keep me, um, keep it me grounded. My dad, it took my dad yelling I at me mean, to figure out if I was, if I had a retirement fund. He yeah. was like, you it's need to like, check. No, and I was I'm like, I don't girl. want to. I was like, like I don't want to. know this. Yeah, like. He's I'm like, you single... need to email your employer. No, like, I'm, not, a, no. I'm a, Kayla, it's because oh, I'm a I supposed silly. No, I have direct deposit. You think I look at my pay stubs? I don't. No. <laughs> and I'm a silly little, innocent little girl. Like, it's not my job. If, I mean, you have a husband who runs your finances. Yeah, yeah but on. I know about my 401k. Okay, it's different for teachers. That's why I didn't know. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, I guess I don't know. Anyways, guys, um, we're doing fine. You- Thanks, everybody. Hire me as your financial advisor. 
dead ass. Okay, sorry to keep talking about the trip on this episode. We literally just came back, you guys. Like, we were together, like, four days ago. So give us some grace. But when we found out that Kayla, like, enjoys planning, and when that's, like, part of the fun of traveling for her is that she plans, it was literally – I was like, oh. Like, I – that is my least favorite part. It would not have happened without Kayla planning. Kayla found our Airbnb. Kayla figured out what days we were going to do what. Kayla made sure we always had gas. Like, mommy. No, literally, like, mother. Like, I love her. Like, she did so good. Like, I told Brandy, I was like, I don't think we would have left the apartment if Kayla, <laughs> if Kayla like, wasn't there. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I once said I was, like, forcing them to get up yeah. at the crack of dawn. Not really, but. No, no. but, like. I was like, all right, you, guys, we're leaving at 730 in the morning. But, you know, you so. have some you have some people that are, like, really strict in their plans, and that's not you. Like, you mm-hmm. built, like, the perfect schedule, and you're like, okay, like, here's some options. Like, here's where we can have, like, downtime. Like, here's where we can chill. Like, it was honestly, truly, Kayla, like, I, you're amazing. Like, you should do I it for you. a yeah. job. You should plan trips. I would love to. Hire me as your so travel good. agent. I yeah, will do if that. any of y'all want to go to Colorado, um, please hit yeah, I will, Kayla up. Yeah, I will tell you where we stayed. Yeah, it was great. Anyway. Fantastic. Um, so Good we talked everyone. about all of our personal book talk books. What are some other book talk books that you can think of off the top of your head and say whether or not you loved them or hated them? I can go first. Um, the most like recent big book talk book that I read that I didn't like was Icebreaker. Also, um... Icebreaker... Having such good, but I will say props to Hannah Grace. Um, she's having an incredible year. Has yet to leave the New York Times bestseller list since it got re-released because it was originally indie published, did so well. And that's like another beauty of book talk is that you have so many indie authors who, you know, just put their book out on KU. So many people flock to it because of one viral video. And then next thing you know, they are being traditionally published all across the world and their lives are changed um, forever. And that's what's happening with Hannah Grace right now. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I personally didn't like Icebreaker, but I know so many people who did and I, I read it and I got why people liked it. So I was chilling to be honest and it has a really stunning cover. So yeah, that's the most recent one for me. What's one that you loved? I mean, I love all of Lauren Asher's books, obviously. I feel like she is a really big staple now on book talk within the romance community. I'm trying to, because like, the thing is, is that I think... I come in, the ones I really love, I'm usually coming in, like, right as they're taking off. So, like, a good example is Magnolia Parks. Like, when we were reading that series, like, I think they were already big on book Twitter, but then, like, they became big on book talk as we were reading them. So, it was like, I got to see the hype happen in real time. It wasn't, like, me seeing it happen and then joining in. Yeah, I mean, I just read all of Helen Huang's books, and I feel like they were, at least, I know the Kiss Quotient for sure was, like, a book talk favorite. And the other two, like, people... I don't think read as much, but I love the heart principle. It was fantastic. Absolutely. I almost brought the song of Achilles, which is like a huge book talk book. Like that book was came out in like 2012 and then it blew mm-hmm. up in like 2020. Um, I love that book with my whole heart. I love Madeline Miller. Love that one. One that I can think of that I finished and didn't love was the Spanish love deception. Oh yeah. Um, oh, that yeah. one was huge on book talk for a while. I liked the first 50% of that book. I did not like the last 50% of that book. But yeah, 
um fun fact kayla i was like oh i'm gonna either re i made a video it was during spicy girl summer and i was like i'm either gonna read credence or the spanish self-deception next but i'm gonna read both books everyone at the time because spanish self-deception was like the book talk book of that time um and Kay <laughs> i was like everyone voted for oh, spanish self-deception and kayla in my comment section was like kendra i think you're gonna love it and then I didn't oh. like it. Oh. And that's one of the only rare instances. And this is before yeah. Kayla and I became friends. So I like I don't even really count it, but I did not like that book. Um, it was just too long. And like I had a I have a whole lot of other problems with this that I won't go into, but main thing it was it was too freaking long. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I can't really think of like a really big book talk book that I like really just didn't like. Like maybe I thought they were okay. But I yeah, I feel like I know what I like. And so it's easy for me to like decide that before reading a book. That's why I don't have as many DNFs, you know, as like like I've only got two DNFs this year, which for me is like really good. Um, um did you like the hating game? Oh, never mind. You're right. <laughs> that one. Um, I didn't love that one. Like I didn't but again, like I didn't like I didn't think it was the worst thing I've ever read, but I don't like that book really. Um, so yeah, that's one. That's true. I don't own it anymore. I got rid of it. So, um, yeah. The most recent ones, like obviously Fourth Wing. Um, and then like, yeah, I've been in, like I said, I've been in a big fantasy kick and I read the Serpent and Wings of Night series because of TikTok. So, yeah. Yeah, we're girlies who will try a book talk book. Like, yeah. yeah. They're not scared of it. Yeah, they're usually... They don't lie to us, usually. Oh, you know, another like another book talk book that I think, I mean, I know we all loved is um, The Right Move, which Brandy mentioned at the beginning Ugh. of the episode that yeah. she just read. But I would consider that a book talk book. But again, like, it's what part of book talk are you coming from, right? Because there are, like, the general hits, and then there are the subgenre hits. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And I feel like we exist in like this bubble of people who have very similar tastes to us. So mm -hmm. when a book is hitting in our little like corner of book talk, we're like, yeah, it's huge. And then I go and check Goodreads and it has like 17 reviews. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. over exaggerating, obviously. But ugh, if you haven't read the right movie, guys, do it. Please so do good. it. Like, and I think right you should now... read Mile High just so that you can be like set up even better for the right move. Yes. I also think right now like i'm seeing so many people read like lizzie blake in the plus one but i know if i were to go yeah. any anywhere outside of my bubble like people are like what's that um mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah Maisie eddings i think oh she only has like twelve thousand followers on instagram which is crazy which is she's so fucking if you do anything this year check out Maisie eddings specifically lizzie blake and the plus one a brush with love i thought was mm -hmm. fine you can definitely tell it's a debut novel um so like it has some really strong moments in it though i will give it that but lizzie blake and the plus one are just like eons better and they're so fucking good yeah thanks book rock for bringing us all together though yeah literally that's fucking crazy uh we have a last book talk thing it's yeah. it feels right that this is our last regular episode of the season yeah. yeah, how are you guys feeling? We did like a whole season together. That's crazy. I feel like we just That's got started. Crazy. That's so funny because like I remember just like sitting on my couch with Kendra one day, and I was like, "What if we did a podcast? Like, what if? Yeah, this what if?" And then we immediately texted Kayla, and we were like, "What if we did this?" Yeah, this is. 
Brandy's idea from the jump and we made it happen. It was, yeah. Well, it just because I love baby. talking to you guys so much about books I that I was like, because <laughs> we used to just like get on FaceTime like every now and then mm-hmm. and like have these exact same conversations for way longer. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like sending voice memos back and forth or just like in our group chat. So like it is nice to like share it out. Um, yeah, I'd yeah, love and to be able to have this. these conversations with even more people. Like just like yeah, everybody who DMs us or messages us about the things we talk about it just like it makes it makes my heart feel good <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah we all have a crazy summers going on but we're not just like gonna be dropping off the face of the earth so yeah we'll no, have we're fun just taking, bonus content we're just taking a little summer break because like Brandy said we're gonna be busy 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 girls this busy summer girl. but our instagram our instagram will still be active so definitely give us a follow at bring your own um you can also follow all of our personal bookstagrams as well Mm -hmm. i'm super excited to see what we do in season two i already know some of the episodes we've been talking about um and i'm just i'm super excited i'm glad that we're doing this and maybe next season you know barnes and noble will be like girls we want to give you 12 million dollars we're all gonna quit our jobs yeah Yeah. our podcast is just gonna be it's just gonna become one big ad you guys, yeah. <laughs> so. We love Barnes and Noble. Have you guys ever heard of Barnes and Noble? <laughs> no, I want to. My uh, best friend Madison is obsessed with the H three podcast, and I want to become the the H three of the the bookish community. <laughs> the book community. Yeah, yeah. Like, do a little email ad break. Trisha Paytas. Oh, five percent. Like five percent. Oh my gosh. Ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we will see you sooner That's than you think. Yes. Yeah. And if you're at Book Bonanza this weekend, which Say is, hi. Uh, yeah, it's like, what, June 22nd through, I don't know. No. 24th. Yeah. Um, come, yes. Yeah, come say hi. Like, we love talking to everyone. We can't wait to see all of our friends. We're so excited. I can't believe Book Bonanza is finally here. Can't wait to see all of our favorite authors, including those evil twins. And if y'all see a photo, <laughs> if y'all see a photo of me and KBR and I'm smiling ear to ear, mind your business. Say yeah. <laughs> if you see us talking to them and being so far up their asses, please don't tell them about our episodes. <laughs> no. Please don't. Or else we will never give y'all the the um, yeah. the ripping apart of like, a, like us, <laughs> the yeah. Like Us series. No. So be never quiet. Happened. Keep a secret. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, hey love guys. you guys. Oh, love you oh guys. Goodness. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.